Welcome to another edition of the Hunker Down Podcast. My name is Brennan Kerner, sitting alongside Lance McCurley, and we are based out of Athens, Georgia, where the number one team in the nation, the Georgia Bulldogs, suit up this Saturday for the Alabama Crimson Tide in the 2021 SEC Championship game. Number one takes on number three. That is after Georgia completed the regular season at 12-0, only undefeated team uh is them and in Cincinnati so they are at the top of their game right now coming into the SEC championship where they're facing a team that they've lost to the uh, twice the past couple years and uh times that they've played them so you know first off 45-0 route over Tech Lance what'd you think about that game that was just an ass whooping from from start to finish uh Georgia Georgia Tech just has literally one player and I think it's Jamar Gibbs who's now in the transfer portal I think uh, after talking with some other beat writers, I think that I, you know, I was watching it on TV. I wasn't at the games. I had a wedding to go to, um, but he just walked walked off the field. I think in the middle of the game or towards the end of the game, and went to the locker room and didn't come back, and uh, that was confirmed. So he literally said, "Screw you" to Jeff Collins and uh, the Yellow Jackets coaching staff, um, which now some of them are gone. They got fired at the start of the week, uh, kind of to save Collins' ass. But I think he just literally left in the middle of the game. Um, Georgia, again, has – I mean, Georgia Tech was already broken, but Georgia has broken yet another team this season. You know, if we look back at last week's game offensively, Stetson Bennett, four touchdowns. Brock Bowers, three receptions, 100 yards, and two touchdowns against the Yellow Jackets and is, in my opinion, at least top three tied into the nation. Lance, what would you think about Brock Bowers' performance? Man, he really showed his one speed on uh, on that long touchdown run. Uh He's incredible. Uh, like we talked last week, um, kind of off air, how he's, uh, how he's. It's absolutely insane that he's not considered. Uh, does it believe the Mackey Award? Yeah, it's absolutely, uh, you know, an abomination. I think, but uh, you know, he's got he's in Georgia. So, uh, and God knows, there's only nothing but good quarterbacks coming in the next couple of years. So I think he's going to be completely fine. And the Dogs will look ahead to uh, December 4th. The Crimson Tide will be waiting in Atlanta for them in the SEC Championship game. And after the final week of the regular season, Georgia Georgia's defense ended the season giving up less than a, a touchdown a game and is scoring a little over 40 points. Their offense per game, points per game, is the best in the SEC. So is their defenses of points per game. And they've only allowed 83 points all year through 12 games, which is absolutely insane. So, Lance, Alabama, you'd think they have a high-powered offense, but Bryce Young is a little inconsistent at times, and they have a, a couple wideouts like Mechie and their running back Robinson, who's a, a, a good back. They're going to be well-rounded, and obviously they're going to be well-coached. What do you think the one thing Georgia's defense is going to have to do to stop this Alabama offensive attack? Well, I think I looked before we started recording, and Alabama uh, has the uh, seventh, uh, best total offense in the country, but I mean, just collectively, uh, Brian Robinson's uh, probably going to be injured. Like you said, they've got some uh, they've got some dudes at receiver, not some dudes or uh, not the same guys that were there last year in uh, Heisman winner Devontae Smith and uh, who's he and Jalen Waddle and Jalen Waddle. But uh, you know, I think a big point of emphasis talking about Georgia's uh, defensive line is obviously the best in the country. Um, Alabama, this was pointed out, uh, by Aaron Murray on the Punt and Pass podcast. He hosts with, a uh, former, uh, Georgia punter and his teammate, uh, Drew Butler. 
he said that this Alabama offensive line is suspect. And I kind of like looked at the stats before we started uh, recording again here today. And uh, Bryce Young is tied with Max Johnson for uh, being the most sacked quarterback in the SEC uh, this year behind Hendon Hooker at Tennessee. We know how awful uh, Tennessee's offensive line was. But um, Bryce Young has been – and Bryce Young's a mobile quarterback, but he's been sacked 33 times, tied with Mac Johnson from LSU. Uh, so that's just – I think that's going to be a – this is Alabama-Georgia, Georgia-Alabama, however you want to call it. It's not really much of a rivalry until postseason. But um, – you know, it's it's always a battle in the trenches, but I think that uh, it's really going to come down to if uh, Georgia can contain Bryce Young and Georgia can keep these two, three receivers in check because uh, I think Georgia's going to be able to stop the run, but uh, you're going to need to, you know, get after Bryce Young, make him scared, hit him uh, like you did DJU against Clemson and just kind of rattle him because that's the only way that I think that uh, – Alabama wins this game as if Bryce Young can extend plays to these uh, receivers downfield. And, and on the flip side, uh, you know, Kirby Smart earlier this week mentioned that he, he praised Stetson Bennett from, you know, his ba- basically his whole path from how he, you know, what he's done in his football career to where he's at now and that he's leading the number one team in the nation out onto the field this upcoming Saturday. And it, what's really impressive to me is that Kirby's going to stick with them. So, Lance, my question to you is, you know, this is the first time the Georgia Bulldogs have been favored in an SEC championship game since you know, the 1990s, I believe. They haven't been favored in eight straight SEC championship appearances. Um, and this is uh, against a team that has beaten them in the past couple of years in heartbreaking fashion. We all know 2017's national championship, 2018's SEC championship. goes back to the 2012 uh SEC championship, uh, Alabama dominated Georgia last season and in 2015 when they met in the regular season. But Georgia hasn't beaten uh, Alabama since uh, 2007 when Matthew Stafford connected with uh, Mikey Henderson. But, uh, yeah, just going back to it, uh, Stetson said an interesting thing uh, earlier this year. I think it was or earlier this week. It was uh, I was at Buttsmir on Monday, and Chip Towers from the AJC – asked him, you know, have you seen growth, you know, in your game, you know, other than when, you know, when facing, uh, especially, you know, coming into a game like this, have you evolved since the last time you've played this team? And he goes, surely, yeah. And if you look at a lot of the tape last year, especially on one or two of those interceptions that uh, Bennett threw, one of them was tipped last year. I believed one of them uh, was Bert, was Burton's fault, uh he kind of ran the wrong route, and then the ball got tipped out of Burton's hands, intercepted, and then Stetson made a bad decision on one interception against Alabama. But Stetson said something along the lines of, yeah, uh, incompletions don't uh, kill you. And that speaks volumes because last year he was trying to force the ball into places uh, you know, where it couldn't go, and he's done that a little bit this year. But I think that Stetson has grown as a quarterback, and I think he's realized, and as what Kirby's pointed out, I think, since the middle of the season, Stetson is on the field because he can extend plays with his feet, and I think that's kind of all coming, uh, you know, we're finally being able to see that with Stetson making these comments because he's also mentioned that he was like, yeah, incompletions don't kill you, but also 
that, uh, you know, I can run for the first down, in which he's done several times this year. So I think that's the and, uh He's been able to lead this team uh, mercilessly through the regular season, I think, in the nine starts he's got. And Georgia's won by an average uh, 33.25 points per game um, since uh, I think he's taken over. Or maybe that was all, but either way, I mean, this, this just doesn't look good for the Crimson Tide, in my opinion. Georgia is is favored in this game, and they haven't been for a while, and we haven't seen them beat Alabama since 2007, like you just mentioned. Um, I, you know, there are going to have to be a couple of offensive guys specifically who are going to have to come alive in this game. And one of them is we, uh, you know, I think we're going to get to see a healthy dose of, you know, number one, George Pickens. He, he got his first real reps last week against the Yellow Jackets, had a couple receptions. Um, but I think he's going to be instrumental in, in getting some offensive work done against the Crimson Tide. Even if he's healthy out there and makes a, a grab or two at the beginning, they're going to have to focus on him a lot more than they might have to focus on a couple other guys, which will leave Lad McConkey and, and Brock Bowers open for some of these big-time grabs that they could make. And even guys like Darnell Washington. I mean, he had a, he had a grab a, against the Yellow Jackets last week that was he – was, he was cut like white on rice. I mean, he, there was no way he had any room to make that grab, but 6'7", you know, he can kind of catch over anything. Those type of guys on the offensive side of the ball, plus the offensive line, making sure Stetson has the time to make good decisions, I think will ultimately lead in a Georgia victory and a number one spot in when, you know, when the college football playoff time rolls around. A.D. Mitchell's another guy that's going to kind of get his act together. He um, Last week, I think he dropped a couple of passes. I know that he dropped – he for sure dropped a, uh, Georgia's first touchdown pass going in the end zone. Stetson hit right in the hands. And uh, – you know, it, it just he just dropped it. He just missed it. But um, he's a guy that's going to need to come up big. So is Jermaine Burton, Marcus Rosamy. I mean, you're going to need all all these guys to beat Alabama, even though Georgia's a – right now they're a six-and-a-half-point favorite, and this could change. Um, you know, go, go I don't know which way the line could sway up or down in the next couple of days. It depends on when you're listening to this. But, I mean, Georgia's going to have to give it their all. And um, I saw a quote – but I believe I was in on the interview with Reese Davis. Uh, he said earlier this year, I don't know if this is the year that Georgia's going to beat Alabama, but I feel like the next time they play, Georgia wins, it's going to be by a field goal. It's not going to be by, you know, a last-second touchdown. It's going to be by, like, 90 points. And I, I obviously he was exaggerating. I don't know if, if uh, you know, Georgia is going to beat Alabama by 90 points, but I think it's going to be a beatdown, which uh, – you know, kind of leads us into our score predictions. If Brendan, do you want to uh, go ahead and give yours? Well, I, you know, I wanted to, before we got into the score predictions, I kind of wanted to ask you an a important question. You know, Lance, my question to you is, if Georgia finds themselves in a close game down the stretch, as they have many times before with this Crimson Tide team, what Kirby Smart's decision-making, coaching, what has he shown you this year to make you feel confident in the decisions made down the stretch to win that game? He hasn't really shown me much this year just because he hasn't had uh, he hasn't had to, but, um, you know, he, it's Kirby's decision-making is a little suspect, you know, going back to that fake punt with, uh, Justin Fields in 2018, obviously, uh, you know, that's hit or miss. If he hits that, he's the, he's the new Mad Hatter. He's, uh, you know, dominant. If, um, you know, like he misses it, he looks like a dumbass, which he did in high, in hindsight. But, um, I mean, either way, you know, Kirby's going to make the best decision for his team, and that's, I don't know if that's really for me up to, you know, judge, but, 
you know, if I were a Georgia fan, I would trust in Kirby because he's gotten you here. He's pulled this program, um, you know, that was already great and or that was good to being great. So, uh, you know, I think that this is just the start of uh, something great uh, as uh, Saban gets older. And, um, you know, he may fade out in the next couple of years. We don't know. So. It's kind of my take on that, and and that mean that will kind of lead us into our, our score predictions because I believe that if if Georgia wins today uh, this Saturday, and that would probably knock you know barring everything else you know goes to a mess, Alabama will be out of the, the college football playoffs. They will that will be the first time they, surely, they haven't made it. Surely they'll be out of the college football playoffs, but who knows with uh, what happens if uh, Baylor beats Oklahoma State? What happens if Somehow Cincinnati loses, which I don't think they will. What happens if Iowa beats Michigan? You know, it's just going to be to- a total, you know, mess. So Georgia just needs to go ahead, eradicate the uh, problem, don't buy into the rat poison, and uh, win in this situation. And and I think if they do, I, I really believe that this is a start. If Georgia can not finally knock off the Crimson Tide, I feel like that is the start of Georgia's dynasty in the SEC. I believe that if... Kirby Smart can get over the hump and win the national championship this year. He could turn into a Nick Saban or a Dabo Sweeney where he sees a couple national championship wins with his team. With that being said, score predictions for this SEC championship game. Uh, It's going to be interesting. I don't think Georgia scores as many points as it has all season as I believe it's going to be a close game. And I think they give up a little more seeing as how this is the best offense that they've seen all season. But I'm going to go ahead and have to say I believe the final score is going to be Georgia 35, Alabama 21. We beat them by a healthy 14 points and cover the 6.5 spread. Lance, what do you got? I'm going Georgia 34, Alabama matches Tennessee and scores 17. Georgia wins by as many points. All righty, that'll wrap it up for the last edition of the Hunker Down podcast before college football playoffs roll around. Next episode, we'll be bringing at you, will be the Bulldogs matchup in the college football playoffs. Right now, they have a 99% chance of getting in. Even if they lose to Alabama, they'll probably be the number three team in the college football playoffs. But it'll be interesting to see this upcoming Saturday. Can the Bulldogs get it done against the Crimson Tide? We will have to wait and see. But as always, Hunker Down Nation, we appreciate you listening in. And everybody, have a wonderful day.